All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing. Good afternoon and welcome to At Close of Business. This is Simone Grogan with your Thursday afternoon headlines. A report into 123 state government entities' financial audits has raised concerns about serious deficiencies and greater exposure to fraud, the Auditor General says. The Auditor General's financial audit results for the state government's 2021-22 report were tabled in Parliament today. The report summarised the results of audits into 123 of the 132 Western Australian government entities for the year ending June 30, 2022. 42 entities were found to have no audit errors, but overall it found that 50 had adjusted audit differences totalling $1.2 billion and identified $918 million of unadjusted errors across 41 entities. 21 entities received 35 qualified opinions for serious deficiencies in their financial statements, including significant weaknesses identified in the Department of Communities' payroll controls. It was also revealed that the department's restricted cash of $30.4 million was understated by $27.2 million, while the cash and cash equivalents was overstated. Qualified opinions also identified weaknesses in the Department of Health's network security controls, payroll controls in the Department of Justice and an inconclusive revenue total of $49.2 million in casino tax in the Department of Local Government, Sport and Cultural Industries. WA Auditor General Caroline Spencer said the public sector had not returned to normal despite aspects of life and business stabilising from the effects of COVID-19. She also said there was a concerning trend as the number of qualified audits across the WA government sector increased for the third year in a row. And in other news, a former ASX-listed mining company director has pleaded guilty over alleged misuse of bridging finance by authorising a transfer of $915,000 when the business was in financial difficulty. Former Continental Coal Director Ashley Paul De Silva pleaded guilty to one charge of recklessly failing to exercise his powers while being a company director in the Stirling Gardens Magistrates Court yesterday. The Australian Securities and Investments Commission launched an investigation into Continental Coal and charged Dr Silva, former Director Peter Landau and Company Secretary Jane Flegg in 2020. Continental Coal was a Perth-based ASX-listed mining company with mining assets in South Africa. ASIC alleged Mr Landau, Dr De Silva and Company Secretary Jane Rosemary Flegg used their positions dishonestly in authorising the $915,000 payment to Celtic Capital from Continental Coal's account. According to ASIC, Dr De Silva arranged a $915,000 repayment to Celtic, a client of his business empire Equity, in February 2014. The investigation reportedly found that Celtic Capital paid $1 million to Continental Coal as part of a company restructure, with the funds only to be used for paying the latter's trade creditors, undertaking a rights issue and paying approved company expenses. ASIC alleged Dr De Silva was aware of Continental Coal's financial difficulties and the restrictions placed on the $1 million funds. Dr De Silva's sentencing date is scheduled for next year. And in other news, Mindaroo Foundation has set a new donation target of $1 million to support the build of Western Australia's first children's hospice. The philanthropic organisation founded by Andrew and Nicola Forrest announced in November that it would double every dollar donated to the Perth Children's Hospital Foundation's Christmas Appeal 2022. PCHF said its annual fundraiser had now raised more than the initial target of $800,000. Mindaroo co-founder Nicola Forrest said the group had extended its matching of up to $1 million to help take donations over the new appeal target and make a real impact on the support and care of sick children in Western Australia. 
And in mining news, IGO's flagship is back up and running after a fire forced the miner to shut down operations at the site for several weeks, but the downtime is expected to put a dent in December production. Mining and processing operations at IGO's nickel, copper, cobalt Nova mine were suspended at the start of December after a fire broke out within the site's engine room and caused extreme damage to a 10-megawatt power station. After securing 14.9 megawatts of new generation capacity to power the site, IGO advised this morning it had been able to restart mining on December 11 and resume processing as of yesterday. But more than three weeks of downtime has stilted production for the December quarter and is expected to flow through into full-year results. IGO told the ASX this morning that it expected full-year production to fall below guidance expectations as a result. IGO said it expected to provide a further update to Nova's production and cash cost guidance as part of the December quarter on January 31, 2022. The cause of the fire is still yet to be confirmed. And that's all from me today. To read more on these headlines, head to businessnews.com.au. All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing.